City of Toronto, York, Peel Region, they have all now opened up their application portals for entry into the Canada-wide Early Learning and Child Care Agreement. That took place uh, last week. This, of course, is the agreement. Uh, famously, it took uh, Doug Ford and his government. They were the last province, uh, last province or territory to sign on and working our way towards $10 a day at child care. All in all now, uh, close to 250 uh, child care centers in the GTA have applied, but hundreds more remain, as of right now, anyways, on the sidelines. And joining us now to discuss uh, further is uh, Jennifer Brown, who's the owner of uh, Les Petites Ecoles, which is a French immersion uh, child care in a school. And Jennifer joins us now. Jennifer, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you uh, being here. Uh, okay, you're yet to uh, sign on uh, to this uh, agreement. Uh, can you tell us why? Yeah, it, it's really difficult to sign on to something where uh, you just don't have all the details. Um, so the, as you mentioned, the, the portal is now officially open. Uh, the City of Toronto is one of a few. There's less than half of the municipalities across Ontario that have actually opened uh, their portals so far. And uh, none of those municipalities have yet to actually produce uh, a contract with, uh, with terms and conditions of what it would look like to actually opt in, which is the, the challenge right now. All right. So did you sign on the portal expecting uh, more information and were quite surprised when there uh, wasn't kind of that uh, contract or those sorts of details you were looking for? That's right. It is surprising. And, and you know, the municipalities have uh, have held meetings and town halls um, and there has been efforts to communicate, but they have fully admitted that they are not prepared this year to let us know what it looks like for coming years. Um, you know, they've, they've said we will not have the details ready before you opt in. Okay. And what sort of details, what sort of uh, level of information are you and others uh, looking for? Because uh, there are a few operators, as I mentioned, there's still hundreds more that uh, are yet to uh, sign in or sign on to this, uh, that they're uh, really worried and concerned about uh, committing to slashing uh, fees without uh, so some information regarding things like funding levels? Yeah, that's right. So, so the the government is proposing to you know we have all had to freeze our freeze uh, if we had the intentions of considering opting in. So, uh, most of us, I, I don't know anyone that hasn't done that. You know, most of us when we were told to freeze our fees, we did. Uh, we were all well intentioned. We all are excited about this program. We all want to help families. Um, but what the government has made clear is just simply the reduction of fees, but without actually what's being covered on on the other end. So, uh, right now we're not seeing one plus one equals two. So we're not understanding how to continue having viable businesses and keeping our doors open if we're being told to sign a contract that simply doesn't have the clauses included. I mean, it's it's like, you know, if you were to take a job or buy a house and, and simply doing it without actually seeing the terms and conditions, I, I'm not sure able to do that. Yeah, sorry, you just cut out there on us uh, briefly, but uh, I think what you're saying, and probably there's maybe business owners listening right now that uh, maybe a bit of a light bulb is going off for them that, uh, you know, how can you possibly uh, tell me to cut my revenue stream if you can't tell me, you know, how that lost revenue, how that's going to be made up? Uh, what is the plan moving forward, not only today, but in the years to come? 
And that's exactly it. And that's exactly it. And the, there are things that have been explicitly left out and everything else is vague and unknown. And the things that are explicitly left out, uh, you know, things like property taxes and interest on debt and, you know, things that, you know, we, we have to pay in order to keep our lights on um, are explicitly left out, but we're not being told how we can cover that when the fees are being controlled, but the government is not, is not, is not providing all of the costs. So, you know, you go and buy any service or product out in the world um, and you expect the, you know, the cost of production of that, that product or service to be covered. So it, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a little confusing. It's frustrating for us operators who want to help the families. Uh, we've actually come together now, uh, hundreds of independent centers across Ontario, um, you know, that are equally wanting to make this work. Uh, we've formed a new volunteer led nonprofit association called the Ontario Association of Independent Childcare Centers. Um, because they're just we're just all trying to figure it out together. Uh, mm-hmm. We're trying to make sure that that the best possible outcomes can be had for for all stakeholders, including parents who frankly um, deserve the quality of care that they've been that they've gotten to trust um, from us. Uh, that has also you know that's being put in question, frankly, with the, the details that are available uh, of this agreement. Uh, it does put into question being able to continue provided a quality service. And like you mentioned, if there are hundreds of operators that simply cannot responsibly opt in to uh, this unknown agreement, then the parents lack the choice. They don't have the choice to take, you know, to, to have that $10 where they want to take it. Um, and that's already a problem in Toronto, frankly, where, you know, commercial centers, uh, independent centers like myself are not allowed to accept subsidies. Uh, from families even though we would like to mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> how so, frustrated are parents and families uh, right now because once this agreement uh, was signed and i think this is supposed to be retroactive to april if i'm uh, not mistaken that's uh, right. okay that's right. uh yeah how frustrated are parents getting uh, right now that are looking for some cheaper alternatives when it comes to uh child care are they as frustrated maybe as uh, you and other operators are i mean the 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 challenge already that existed previous to this agreement is um, the lack of spaces, especially you look at a city like Toronto. Um, that's why I got into the, to the industries. I simply could not find a childcare space for, for my, my son that particularly I was looking for French. I was educating French. So was my husband um, and we couldn't get a, a spot. Um, and so I think parents are first and foremost, happy to have a spot that they trust. They, they've come to, you know, know our centers. And, and like I said, they, they, they trust the quality, they trust the care that they have. So they're happy to have a space. I think mostly what the frustration is for, especially for, for, for everyone involved is simply the communication from the government. You know, they're, they're saying we have this, this wonderful uh, plan, but you know, they've set these these dates, but they are not ready themselves to actually move forward with those dates. As as I mentioned, they, they've admitted that they will not have the details in 2022. Um, so I think there was just a little bit of confusion from parents as to why the government would would make the announcements and make it sound so simple when there's so much more to figure out. Yeah, Jennifer, from what you know today and what you've uh, heard and uh, maybe give us some insight as to, uh, you know, your conversations with some other uh, operators, childcare or daycare operators, you're absolutely right. I mean, space has been uh, problematic for some time, particularly in bigger centers. Also, parents obviously are concerned about the quality of uh, care and, of course, uh, 
you know, paying a, a fair wage uh, in the industry. Can all of that be achieved? Uh, can we overcome some of the challenges in this industry and slash fees at the same time? I mean, from what you've seen and what you know so far of the uh, government's uh, plan, uh, uh, are you on board? Does this make sense? I think what everyone would love to see, whether it's operators like myself, parents, is really see this agreement, respect the spirit and the letter of reducing fees for parents across Ontario without jeopardizing the quality of care and education. And to be honest, it's difficult to see how that can happen with its current implementation. Um, you know, I I think a lot of us are are wondering why not simply, you know, increase the subsidy programs that we have in place? Why not use, um, you know, why not give the money directly to families? There's so much bureaucracy being created through this agreement and so much complication and so much oversight and frankly, much more cost to the taxpayer. And we would all love to see that money go directly to families who need it. Um, so I think it's possible, but in this current implementation, it's, it's difficult to see that. All right, Jennifer, appreciate you taking the time with us this afternoon. And we, of course, will continue to watch this uh, with interest. Uh, many thanks again. With pleasure. There's Jennifer Brown, the owner of uh, La Petite Ecole, uh, French Immersion uh, Child Care.